like you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the Tenoa route. Hot to the portal and got no fight. The lights knocked them out. Bow. I'm so fighting style. Bow. You will see he tapped out. Bow. We win. We get crowned. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. Monkey mouth. No, 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 that's okay. It's okay. It's calm me down. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this place is supposed to do. Yeah. We're going to jump into it. So do you have a lot of Patreon supporters? We don't have any Patreons right now. This oh. is super This is super new. So Got we're going to get the Patreon going. That's what... That's what Josh is. Uh, Josh is. Josh is more of the businessman uh, aspect it, of it. He runs several businesses. He has a. He has Radix Remedies, which is his cannabis company. Got it. And then he has. Um, what else is he? He has a drone dispatch, which is a drone company that he uses for uh, for um, several businesses to give them an overview look. Oh, wow. He's, uh, he's wow. done. He's done drone commercials for several several Fortune uh, Fortune 500 companies wow. or high end companies that. Uh, so he's uh, super. Him and his brother are super savvy on the business side of it. I'm more of like the. Well, that's uh, good to know. Yeah, it's so. good to know later on, so that when we, when we start doing ads for yeah. political campaigns, it'd be good to do something local. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alrighty, so we're just gonna kind of jump in there. Sure, sure. We're gonna go on one, two, three. All right, welcome to SUYL. My name is Elias. Let's get your name. My name is Jose Orta. All right. I do know your name is Orta, but I like everybody to introduce themselves. Right. You know, right. I like uh, like it to feel like it's really organic, and we want you to feel super comfortable here. And uh, we got to talking a little bit about ourselves, and uh, you were asking me about myself. So um, so you're uh, you're running for a political office right now in That's uh, right. the That's great right. town of Taylor, Texas. Actually, it's for the great county the great, of Williamson County. Okay, the great county of right, Williamson County. Right. Okay, great. Taylor, Taylor is included. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we became a suburb of Austin about two years ago, right? Well, uh, I wouldn't say we're we were a suburb of Austin yet, but we're we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about suburbs, Round Rock is definitely a suburb yeah. of uh, Austin. So is Pflugerville, mm-hmm. and uh, Cutto, uh became a suburb or sleeping community, mm-hmm. uh, an exurb. An we, ex-burb. we are okay. now an exurb of Taylor. I mean, of Austin. Of Austin, exurb. Uh, okay. But we will soon be a suburb. Yeah, it's it's coming. Taylor. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so, so in this uh, in this political kind of uh, realm that you're kind of traversing through, right. um, what what would uh, what would your kind of like uh, political landscape look like if you were elected? Right. Well, a lot of people don't know what county commissioners do. Okay. Great. So, yeah. as a county commissioner, Texas is divided up into 254 counties. Okay. Yeah. And by the state constitution, each county has a county judge. And four county commissioners. Okay. So every single county is divided up into four precincts. Okay. Uh, Williamson County is uh, precinct four is the largest one, and it roughly is sort of uh, A W Grimes in in Round Rock. Mm-hmm. Everything east of A W Grimes in Round Rock, and it goes up to thirty five. Everything east of thirty five. So all of the, the little towns of well, a portion of Round Rock, all of Hutto. All of Taylor, yeah, and Copeland, Granger, Bartlett, yeah, uh, Weir, all the little sleepy Gerald, towns all over the there, towns, yeah, right. Yeah. So, Which is, so it is it is the biggest uh, portion of the, the county, mm-hmm. and county commissioners, what they do is they provide the core services, uh, the roads, county roads, okay, uh, they fund the sheriff's department, yeah, yeah. and they fund the. Uh, the jail system, yeah. the, the the jail that's in Williams, the Williamson County Jail, Williamson County, yeah. and public health. So so Bartlett Prison closed down. Right? That's right. So we have a, we have Williamson County, 
do, and I'm, I'm assuming that there's other private organizations that we don't that you don't control so like cca and right and other Where ones like core that. civic core civics taylor, yeah. the detention facility yeah yeah so y'all guys don't 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 particularly have any kind of like we a, don't yeah because that's not state run or that's it's not, right it's not run by the, it's not run by the by county the, by the county uh but there, there might be occasional use of these facilities yeah and at one time core civic at that time was called correctional corporations of america cca, yeah. CCA they had a uh they were getting f- federal funding, but it was it was being funneled through the county. Yeah, yeah, and that's a lot of things that people don't understand. Sometimes the federal system will funnel money uh, down to the state, but it goes through the county. Yeah, and county commissioners uh, have a say in how, so you're, how that so money you're, is So you're essentially divvying up it accordingly to what you find necessary to right. to propagate happy, right, happy right, citizens. Right. Uh, and a, a, a good. Uh, a good example of that was because of COVID. Yeah. All of the COVID money, which was ARPA, ARPA money, mm-hmm. care funds, all of that came through the county. It was the county's uh, sort of like yeah. So the county responsibility yeah responsibility to divvy it up, to divvy it up correctly. Right, yeah. Right. So so essentially, um, any of your PPE lo- PPP PPE loans, or is that more of like medical side of it? Like what was the what was their idea of like that was that was part of the money. It okay. Went, it went through the health department through the health and department. it went through 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 the city yeah uh, through the city. So so did uh so we just we just uh we just encountered kind of like a small tornado that's right and, and gerald and gerald so is uh so is that something that the county commissioner would have any kind of like right like kind of uh well f- let like let's 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 get this let's get some money money flowing to to correct the the the, right. the, the damage that's that's exactly occurred. the first thing that has to be done is the county judge yeah. has to declare an, uh, an emergency. A state of emergency right <laughs> which 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 yeah. uh judge gravel did that monday night yeah and then of course uh you know that that sets the entire county system into gear. It's setting the wheels in motion. Right. To, uh, the, to, they yeah. open up the the emergency response team. They go and they make sure that everyone is okay. Uh, th- thankfully, there was no loss of life. Yeah, there was no loss of life. And what 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 did happen was there were about uh, three dozen homes that were that that got you know some wind damage, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and one of our fire stations uh, actually you know their the their doors. You know, we're blown, uh, we're out. blown the out. Entire yeah. roof came out. Uh, so they're they're actually. This is a good point. They're asking anybody that had any any damage because of the wind mm-hmm. and in the tornado that went that went through Gerald to let the the county uh, know and to give them an estimate. Yeah. Because uh, there's a there's a certain threshold before the county can ask the state yeah. to, to call it a state uh, yeah. emergency. So it's and essentially like it's moving the decimal decimal right. point accordingly to what, you know, to... Uh, to, right, to right. And it's so weird because Gerald, had, this is the third tornado that's gone through Gerald yeah, in the last uh, year. And from what I heard now, whether this is true or not, uh, it's a... Uh, dynamic imaging or whatever the the uh, the the company that that walt disney or disney disney corp owns is going to build near gerald which is yeah since that that i don't know no i don't know yeah. either so th- yeah. this is me talking out of school but yeah. that's definitely one of those that they better yeah there and there is a lot of talk about these uh, co- corporations yeah. that are had that are coming this way whether it's google uh, Tesla's already here. Yeah. Uh, and Samsung's te- coming. Samsung's coming, to, and Tesla was gonna—they're gonna have a foothold here as well. Yeah. The, a lot of the, a lot of the, their, their completed vehicles—they're—they're they're right there on County Road 101. I think people tend to forget that Texas has had a lot of, a lot of their. Texas and Mexico have a lot of, to, a lot to do with the, uh, with the car, with, with, uh, with, um, 
car building. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think even El Paso has some stuff to right, do with it. You right, know, right. so like you, you'll find that that Texas is a is it's a it's what the third or fourth largest economy. So I mean, right. like, right. so you essentially you with with uh, with an ever changing landscape. The changing landscape also has a foothold in ever changing abilities to grow to with growth of money. And absolutely, and, and a lot of people don't realize Texas has the largest amount of railroad tracks. Oh, in, I believe of, it. All, of, of the entire I mean, United States. I mean, because if you think about it, we were we were. I mean, Texas Rangers have been used to right. f- for things that have nothing to do with the right. state of Texas. So you imagine that back in the uh, back in the settling times. Uh, whenever we were moved, when the westward expansion was happening, and Texas was one of those one of the states that was kind of being utilized as like um, I guess kind of a, a layover, right? You know, right, right, right. to and 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 Williamson County is uh, is a primary junction mm-hmm. of the the, the east west lines, yeah, north south lines. It's right here in Taylor. Yeah, it will take right you, here in Taylor. Granger Granger was a cotton community that right, was right, huge. Right. Cotton that was, was king. Yeah, Williamson cotton County. Was, yeah. That's that's what that's why Williamson County at one time was one of the richest counties. Yeah. In fact, right now it's it's the, the tw- uh, sixth richest county in the state of Texas. Yeah. To pretend that to pretend that, that that money doesn't move here accordingly. Joe Rogan wasn't the first one to do this. I mean, right. we have we have uh, was it? we had. I think Vicente Fernandez owned mon- owned land close to us. Uh, George Strait owned land right. close to us. Right. Uh, so Sandra so Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, yeah, yeah. yeah. So know. so the uh, the the comedy verse wasn't the wasn't isn't going to be the first or last. Tesla wasn't the first man, money man to to try and to throw on some white some white calf boots and right. think that he's a you know the the big belt buckle in texas right it's not going to happen there right. there's 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 cowmen here that probably have more money than tesla yeah you yeah. know and i think that it's funny you know i worked in a liquor store for seven and a half years and when we had a couple of these transplants that were coming through they didn't know how much these cowboys were making so they assumed that they could kind of like that that, that they didn't they just didn't know you just didn't they didn't know that these guys were 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 essentially right up there at the tippy top of the rest of them. Right. You know, it's just that they don't they come in with dusty du- dusty boots and, you know, tattered pants and they're working all day. You know, they just don't they just don't they don't carry themselves as someone with uh with I guess a a big billfold, you know. Right. Yeah, so right. it's definitely an a, a, a something that uh if you're uh, if you haven't early voted yet, we uh we know that the the right. voting right. is you know voting's important. Um, we, we we are we are in the today's the fourth day of early voting. Early voting, yeah. And uh, you can vote, continue to vote early, early until November the fourth. Yeah, uh, which is a great th- deal. And yeah. uh, this Sunday, if uh, some people may not be able to get off of work, yeah. which shout out to to Sally, that's my mother, oh, who yeah. was uh, who was saying we got to get Ortha in there because we got to make sure that we get him before November fifth, right? So we can get him in for the early voting and get the conversation right. rolling for the early voting is important. Yeah, it is so important simply because you have no idea what can happen on November the eighth. Yeah, uh, and uh, nine times out of ten, the person that leads. Uh, after early voting, mm-hmm. will normally take the race, yeah. and that's why I encourage everyone to vote early. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying about Sunday, Sunday is the only uh, Sunday that will be available for early voters. Okay. So, uh, and that that will the polls will be open from noon until six p.m. Uh, so, it would, the, the, there's that old saying: get your soul to the poll yeah. and, and, and vote. So the, the the we were talking about. Um, you were asking me one of the reasons why I brought you on here, right? Which I mean, of course, I brought you on here because uh, you know I'm a, I'm a local boy. I'm Taylor, you know Taylor Granger, 
Texas, born and bred. Um, but the one of the things that I was saying is uh, I'm a non-speaking Latino. And um, um, so Hispanic Heritage Month, I think, ends like November 8th, November. It, uh, it ended October 15th. October 15th. I'm sorry. Right. I thought it ran through November. That might have been my bad. No, oh, that's no, my but bad. It, it ended October 15th. Okay. See, I thought it ran through November. So I thought maybe I was running. I was confusing it with Dios de la Mortes to, to kind yeah. of coincide with yeah. it, which is my bad. But um, so as a non-speaking Latino, one of the things that I wanted people to know is that like, uh, you know, like you said, we're part, we're part of the crowd. Like, we're, you know, we're part of we're part of rich, well, rich heritage and as well, because I'm I'm a, I'm a you know, a Texican, you know, and, uh, right. you know, so a lot of my lineage is seven to eight generations in Texas, not really in Mexico. Right. So uh, so, you know, you're you're definitely you said that you similar, similar in uh, in, in in that dynamic of right. I, I don't particularly know if you don't speak Spanish, but also, you know, kind of like. Uh, more of a Western culture sensibility than like kind of a, yeah, we're, we're right. done. Yeah. I, I, when I was growing up, I mean, I, I was born in Lubbock. Yeah. So I was born in the Panhandle, but my connection to Williamson County is deep. Yeah. My father's father, my grandfather came to Williamson County in 1916. He arrived here because of the Mexican Revolution. Okay. And if you want to talk about the history of, of uh, immigration and, 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 Texas, I mean, we, there's there's three stages. The, the 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 second big stage, of course, is is when uh, in Texas revolted from Mexico, mm -hmm. the revolution, the Texas Revolution, yeah, uh, and you know, Texas basically left the Mexican, uh, you know, Union, yeah, and became its own country for a little bit, mm -hmm. and then of course joined. Yeah, the, if you ever go to, uh, if you ever get a chance, and you're not from Texas, and you go to to the Alamo, to the Alamo, you'll get to see the Texas money. You'll get to see a lot of rich yeah. Texas culture. Yeah, the the bad thing though for that one is in high school or in schools, we are taught that the the Texicans left Mexico because they wanted freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know it's it's not the it's not the full story. Yeah, they wanted slavery. <laughs> the, the, well, the, the, the Alamo the Alamo was fought because Mexico had abolished slavery in yeah. 1821, and they were very the, the Texicans refused to free their slaves. And so, well, if cotton, if cotton's king, cotton was king. If cotton's king, right, right, and right. and a lot of people tend to forget that uh, you know it wasn't just it, it, there. It was it was a hodgepodge. It's a, it's a, it's a Labor-intensive yeah. product. But it was a hodgepodge of immigrants. It wasn't just solely uh, African-Americans out there. There was Hispanics. There was probably people, you know, it, there was, you know, immigrants of all. Um, right. So because we're talking about Texas, you know, right, so right, I'm right. assuming that. But I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call African-Americans, you know, immigrants. They were slaves. Well, slaves. But you know what I'm talking about? Hispanics right. being the immigrants. Right. Working alongside side with slavery. Oh, yes. You know yes, what I'm talking yes, about? Yes. So the it was Indios. A, the yeah, Indios yeah, that were here. Yeah, yeah. The Indios were, were treated just as bad. Well, as they were stripped of an entire culture exactly, and, and, and forced, exactly. to jo forced to join. And, then, um, and one of the reasons why they brought slaves in was because of all of the yeah, deaths yeah. that were occurring to the indigenous people yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they... Williamson County did a did, did, they did a cleansing yeah. of the indigenous peoples. I mean, if it wasn't even just a just a a, a physical cleansing, which is horrible to say, it was also no. a spiritual cleansing. It was a spiritual, but it was also a physical. Yeah, cleansing. but I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, as terrible as a physical cleansing is to lose to to lose uh, to lose generations of 
of uh, of of human souls. Right. Well, to to have uh, to have your your core being stripped of you, right. and to be be considered to now be Caucasian adjacent, and you're you're forced to given, you know, a white name. You're forced to join a, a, a maybe a Catholic or Protestant church, right. and you're 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 forced to wear um, clothing that is right. that, that is that is that is not your culture. Right. It, it's a spiritual death, a spiritual prison. Is is very I've, I imagine very taxing on the on the on the you know to 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 be one with nature right. and to literally you know understand that I forget what 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 like who said it but um you know the owning of land was was like the the the, the start of like owning land or having like property yeah. that wasn't was, part of the it, it was it was a, it was a, it's a death of, it's the death of a, of another industry right. you know right. the starting of industry is is the death of another culture right. you know right. so to have well, I'll, I'll give you a good example of this I mean, my my name at birth is Jose yeah Jose Orta yeah and when I entered the school system in Lubbock. Uh, they stripped me of my first name. Yeah, my, yeah. my name be, my name went from Jose to Joe. Yeah, my my sisters were uh, Dolores went to uh, they couldn't change that one, but Juanita became Janie. Yeah. Juanita became Lupe. Uh, Roberto became Robert. Jorge yeah. became George. You I know, mean, even my name Elias. I don't think it's Elias. It's it's not. What, 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 well, I mean, it's it's not in that inflection. Do you oh, know what Elias. I mean? It's Elias. Right. Yeah, right, it's right. not Elias. Right. The inflection right, right. is different, and even that is an important. Right. It's important to understand that even that. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely is uh, is something that they subtly take away. Right. I mean, my 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 grandmother was teased about eating stuff that came oh, into a absolutely. taco. You absolutely. know, and now it's like one of the one of the one of the unite one of the America's great export or right. Texas Texas and Mexico's great exports. Right is the taco i mean like for the since since i was a kid I, i've always i've always read and heard about the sleeping giant the sleeping giant yeah. is going to wake up uh the, the latino community is is about to gain power and uh the sleeping giant actually hasn't woken up it's i think still there, asleep. there's a lot of issues when it comes to the hispanic community but here's the good news here's the good news yeah. that the acculturation or the or, or the the use of hispanic culture it it is it is so profound. Yeah. It, this today, you know, salsa is now the the leading. Yeah, you it's know, a condiment. The it's condiment. Totally, yeah. it, it, it has surpassed ketchup and <laughs> surpassed mustard. Yeah. Uh, you, well, you, I mean, think about where Hot Ones is. Hot Ones is one of is is one of the hottest shows on YouTube. Right. right. And it, and a lot of that stuff is uh, a so, you know hot sauce and right. these really spicy foods. Yeah. Um, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Day of the Dead is is another prime example. We didn't celebrate it when we were growing mm. up. Uh, when I, when I started working in this in social justice movement mm. in the '90s, we started utilizing Day of the Dead to try to uh, get the community to recognize all of the the deaths that were happening because of violence mm. uh, and because of HIV in the Latino community and because of what was going on uh, in the the civil wars in mm. Central America, and we were tr we were trying to we were trying to incorporate Day of the Dead to talk about death and dying in the Latino community. Uh, and then this was in the early 90s and now here we are and you you, you see HEB selling you know yeah, the, sugar skulls yeah sugar skulls and, and ceramics. the bar, bar barbie has a ken and bar, right. barbie well let's just call it Oh, what is it a uh, mattel i guess or whatever the 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 company that sells has a 
Barbie doll that's Diaz, that's Diaz, that's uh, that's Diaz de la Muertes right. and a Ken doll that's in and the style Disney. of Disney. Yeah. Disney created yeah. this wonderful, wonderful. Oh yeah, cartoon. it was it was a great, great uh, cartoon. It was it was so well. Encanto received. was Encanto was definitely one of those uh, that that the 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 antagonist was very hispanic right it was it was definitely it, it, it uh, to have a to have secrets as the villain instead of a person right as a villain right. it wasn't essentially that she was a bad person right. it was the secrets that kind of and then that's an important thing to kind of hold that it's not so much the person that's bad right. it's the secrets it's right. the secrets that kind of the, the cancerous secrets that that permeated an entire family right. and then you didn't you you couldn't be mad at the grandmother because she wasn't exactly a bad person she was just forced to hold in family trauma right. which is just one of those things that 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 moves past culture because right. everybody's a, 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 can can understand that everyone has a bit of trauma yeah in their ancestors yeah exactly uh this 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 entire country yeah uh we we were so we're so fast at putting a band-aid over uh, over wounds trying mm. to cover it up uh when in reality that that wound will forever fester yeah until, yeah until you open take off that band-aid well, yeah and let let the sun is the best dis- 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 yeah that's sun it. is the best disinfectant uh right. i will say that i'm i'm 35 i'm i'm an older millennial I'm not too. I'm not too caught up in the Latinx thing. I feel like Latinx has has kind of backfired on the on the inclusion. But I'd also could just be that I'm a bit out of the loop on that. Yeah. Well, I'll be quite honest. I, I'm I'm a little uh, perplexed on that because for the longest time uh, in the '90s, in the late '80s, early '90s. We, we were trying to become more inclusive. So instead of saying Mexican American mm-hmm. or Chicano, yeah. uh, which is which is what I grew up with, we we started. We I started feel like the Chicano culture came out of the seventies. Yeah, yeah, and that came out of like California, right? Yes, that, like yes, that was yes, kind yes. of no, like but, the Raza. But, no, but know, the, the Raza Unida movement. Yeah. Was born in Texas. Yeah, I was born in Texas. Right. Okay. Well, right. see, that you're teaching me something because oh, yeah, I always yeah. thought LULAC, that, which is I was I was president of LULAC, was born came yeah, out of Texas. Yeah. That's beautiful. See, yeah. I didn't you, you, all of that, all of that, all of that. The 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 idea of of uh, Chicano liberation yeah. and uh, Mexican Americans, uh, you know, taking on. Uh, you know the the power structure, yeah. and realizing that we had no power, yeah. we had no power, uh, was uh, was a direct uh, d- direct product of the Chicano movement. Yeah. But in the eighties, we we started moving to be more inclusive, to include our the the New Yorkans, the the people from New York, yeah. the Puerto Ricans, yeah. the, the Haitian community, the the Dominican community, the Cubans, and and of course everybody that was coming uh, in. That is that is that is a that is it is a strange case, and it's not only found in the Hispanic community, but it is a strange case in the community of South America, the divide between puerto ricans oh and, absolutely you know el salvadorians which is, which is where we which is where we started using the word latino yeah, yeah, yeah. latino latina yeah so that so that we, we we were trying to be a little bit more inclusive and and it worked for a while but yeah. then people started people started saying okay it, it latinos don't represent me mm-hmm. as as an individual so we we it, it started becoming it's sort of like the lgbt movement. yeah i have a i have a big also uh, maybe a product of my age i've talked about this on other podcasts i don't particularly need to see myself in pre-existing culture 
So I don't need Superman to be Hispanic. I don't need. Oh yeah. Go, I don't need. Um. I don't need. Um. I'm trying to think of his name. He's another Marvel character, but now he's Hispanic. He's a Ghost Rider. I don't need Ghost Rider to be Hispanic or Chicano or Latino. I would prefer, and uh, something like that happened where they kind of built up a character that was like a, a a luchador, and he and he had his own. You know, there's a comic book out there that he has his right. own. You know, his own universe, his own world that that builds upon right. the thing. I don't particularly need to see myself in a pre-existing. Uh, thing I the would love. Yeah. You, the good news for you is that you, you're you're not being inundated by a lot of it, but the, but it's there. Now. Yeah, yeah. It really, it's yeah. There, there now. When I was growing up, Chico and the Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and uh, I don't think people know that Freddie Freddie Prince, Prince Junior is Hispanic. You know, is, is Hispanic. Yeah, his his pop is. But they were but they were definitely they were they were Puerto Rican. Yeah. But we still saw them. Yeah. Dizzy, Dizzy Arnaz yeah. with I Love Lucy. Because uh, they were major reruns. I'm not a huge fan up. of him, but you know, props to George Lopez for kind of getting getting the Hispanic culture recognized for right. being for being just like everybody else. Right. Right. And that's at the end of the day, I think it's what what people want to know, what people want to see. Right. They want you know. The, I remember listening to. Granted, he's not he's not a he's not a he's not he's no longer the he no longer holds the same shine as he used to. But the thing that was important for black culture was to see. Uh, Bill Cosby and his wife living a normal life. Right. The, the that, that's the, yeah, the, Huxtables. the Huxtables. It was important for them to just live a normal life. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't ultra poverty. There wasn't right. a catchy. There wasn't dynamite. There wasn't a catchphrase. There wasn't. Right. It was. You know. There wasn't a catchphrase. It was just kind of a kind of like it was just family living, right. and and just kind of having a unique you know unique take on and, everyday and, and things. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's you, you talk about you don't have to see representation. Yeah, and exist in existing culture. Exist in existing. But, yeah. but I really do believe representation matters. Oh, I do. But I, what I'm saying is I don't. I would prefer what something someone like George Lopez does, right. or someone like some someone who's like. Um, uh, the guy who does uh, Medea, right? Where he takes he takes influences from his own culture, and he's he was able to build a company, I think, in Atlanta, right. that's like the Medea verse. You right. know, he right. he literally propped up his cult, propped right. up his culture, propped up his people by building a whole a whole universe around it. Right. I mean, which we 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 do have some semblance of that. There's not a lot in the Latino culture. I wish there was more, right. but I would love to see something like that. Like we, I think we had it a lot. We had it in the seventies. I got a I got a Cheech and Chong. Uh, yeah. I got a Cheech and Chong wallet. Yeah, you know, you know Cheech Marin and and, and and today, even though she's passed away now, but the Selena's. That's what still, I was going to bring up too, as well. So prevalent. Yeah, and she she has she has become uh, a, a sort of sort of a she's an icon. Monroe. She's an icon. She's an icon for, for the Latino community. Well, the, the great thing is that 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 because she's also a part of us right which is a which is she's saying in spanish but she didn't really speak spanish i'm sure spanish, i'm sure right. she's she picked it up along the way right. because it's kind of hard not to well, if you're I mean, I, if you're, I, if, you're I, if you're if you're singing in spanish i'm sure it's pretty hard not to it, it, it is it is sort of funny because you, you talk about you know, i spoke spanish yeah but I, so i took spanish in high school thinking i was gonna ace, ace <laughs> the class and I'm not, i gotta i gotta see yeah you know and it, it that's sort of like the ongoing deal uh, proper Sp proper Spanish right. versus the versus right. the the slang that's yeah. introduced and 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 so I I spoke Tex Mex yeah it, it it's a dialect of yeah. Spanish it's not it, it it's its own dialect oh yeah it is it really yeah. is because yeah. we we have we 
Angloize, we Englishize mm -hmm. lots of Spanish words. Uh, and the reason I found that out yeah. was because of the fact that I joined the military. I was in the Air Force, and I was stationed in in, in uh, Madrid, in Spain. Yeah. And uh, I was called. I mean, the the Spanish, uh, of course, Spanish, Spain Spanish is totally different than Mexican Spanish. Yeah. Uh, but the the funny thing is, uh, I would I would be ridic ridiculed by by the uh, the Spanish. Yeah, uh, and I would be ridiculed by the Puerto Ricans, and I would be ridiculed by the Mexicans uh, for my Spanish. And you know, it was, but I am very proud of of my Tex-Mex, you know, pocho speaking Spanish. But it's, it's, uh, isn't it a beautiful thing to take something as an existing language and tr kind of tear? Tear, you know, tear verse right, it or right. like like introduce it and make it into your own. It's a beautiful English, thing. English is a, a is the the prime example of that. English is English has taken every single language mm -hmm. from around the world, and has and has made it its own. Yeah, that is why America is such a great country. Yeah, because of the fact that it is accepting of all cultures and of and of all people. Supposed to be well. I mean, the thing is, and all people. well, so but that's the strength, diversity. Uh, you know, the so many diverse people is the strong. It's it's that link that we have uh, that makes us makes us a great. Country. I think would I think that if uh, you know, if uh, if you spot a blue car, you're gonna see a blue car every day. You're gonna see a blue car as as if you spot one blue car, right. you're gonna see a blue car that entire day. Right. If you if you take a long enough look, you'll you'll spot in, in inherent racism that that is it's a it's a hard thing to get rid of. Right. But I also think that there is there is a culture uh, that does that takes it uh, that has a lot of issues of not letting it get that letting it get to them a little too much and not taking it with as much comedy as it should come with yeah, and i also sometimes some, sometimes comedy is the best yeah the best medicine to, to and i'm also one of the one of one of i'm also a person who believes in knowing thy enemy i would prefer right. you be as honest as possible right. if you're going to tell me you don't like me strictly for me being a hispanic right. and you want my culture to not coincide with you right. har harmoniously to like use a bunch of $10 words here. I would prefer to know that than right. for you to be kind to me right. strictly to, to push a narrative right. where down the line, I will no longer have my personal autonomy. I would prefer, so I would prefer it to be out in the open than for you to wear a badge like to wear you know right. uh, sheep and wolf's clothing and to utilize my you know who I am as a person so there's know? a difference between an individual prejudicial racism yeah and institutional racism yes okay my and I have no problem with with an individuals if you don't like me that's fine yeah right like exactly said, yeah that, that's fine I, I, have, I have some I have faced that all my life. Yeah. But part of the social justice movement, which is I'm really big in, is is dismantling the institutional portion of that. Yes. Simply because the power structure that was created in this community, and and in this country, was was to basically keep some people in power. Yeah. Uh, and and that's one of the reasons why one of one of the bigger reasons that I'm running for public office. If I win this election. I will be the first Latino to ever serve as county commissioner. And as much as people don't like DeSantis, 
DeSantis, if he runs as a as a hard as a as a hard Republican, he is going to be the first person of an immigrant family, the first person, uh, the first Latino Latino to maybe win the presidency. Now you may not align with his with his no, beliefs. No, I don't align with DeSantis. I'm not. Yeah, you yeah. may not align with his beliefs, but it's 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 opening the door for people. Latinos that do align with your right with right, your right. sensibility. I mean, the the think take a look at what's going on in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. They they now have the first person of color prime minister mm-hmm. in in Great Britain. Yeah, and uh, he's a, he's a staunch conservative. Yeah, and and while while I recognize and celebrate the fact that that the the uh, the Indian community has has somebody. Who now is the prime minister of Great Britain? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, I don't believe in his conservative values. The 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 thing the talk about talk about the snake eating its own tail on that one because you have right. you have Britain's 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 uh what I forget what they call that it's an it's also an expansion but but uh um when when Britain was was moving towards through India and then to right. Africa right. and it basically said that the 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 sun will never set on right right the british empire the, the british empire yeah. uh, and i mean talk about a snake yes. eating well, its own it's, tail it's, it's the colonial the Con- the, colonialism thank colonialism. you yeah colonialism and, and the, same, the same thing is going on with the with the united states yeah. a lot of people hate the browning of america mm-hmm. but they fail to realize that the United States created this mm-hmm. in 1845 when yeah. they invaded Mexico and took half of its territory. Yeah. You know, so you can, if you just take a look at the demographics of the United States and you look and see where all of the Mexican Americans are yeah. or the people, uh, you'll see that they that they are living in the areas that at one time were part of Mexico. Do you so, do you yeah. personally feel like? Like your 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 personal beliefs don't exactly align with a lot of mainstream Hispanics because you find a lot of Hispanics to be more conservative, right. uh, have conservative See, values. I, anti- I, don't, anti- I don't believe I don't believe that the majority of Hispanics are conservative. I believe that the majority of Hispanics are are have been basically under you know or disenfranchised from this from 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 society. They 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 are they are basically parroting what they have been taught okay okay so what in american history our Ameri- our history mm-hmm. is not taught as honestly as it should be yeah and you know we we, we glaze over the mexican-american war yeah. we call it manifest destiny which we, manifest destiny was actually only mentioned once if you actually learn about what manifest destiny the manifest destiny was when they were doing the west western expansion and they were moving west it was it was a it was an it was an article written in one of the few newspapers back then, one of the posts, right? And Manifest Destiny was essentially called as as our as the our the colonial well, the, right. well has, white people right. God given right to take land from the natives. Right. God endowed them, right. endowed uh, the colonial the colonialists or. The Protestants, or whatever you want to call them, the 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 white the white Anglo Saxon yeah white Anglo Saxon Protestants to move west and take this land, but it was only mentioned mentioned once. Right. Well, essentially, what was happening is is that the federal government, and I'm not teaching you anything, you're right. going to teach me something and correct me, was was basically saying we'll give you we're giving you this land, we're oh, giving yeah. it to you like pennies on the dollar. Right. 
because we need we need you on this land so that it can be claimed as America, right. you know, and cleaned out of the natives and cleaned out of the natives. Right. Yeah, we we don't we don't so much want to give it to you for pennies and nickels on the dollar, but we're going to we're going to give you. I mean, when you watch something like McClintock or John Wayne, John Wayne was literally telling was saying the quiet parts out loud. Right. He would say, my grandfather, my father was given this for you know for pittance and i want to keep it in our name right you know that that to me as much as i love westerns that's not that that's a positive thing for white culture it's not a positive thing the the land the the oklahoma land rush yeah or or you know all of these things they they weren't done to the benefit of all americans Mm -hmm. they were done to the benefits of the white anglo-saxon protestants uh it also it also helped propagate them to make sure that there was an institutional, institutional, you know, that like they, they were they were going to be in every institution, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And I think and the, that and the the Bureau of Indian Affairs that was created to 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 sort of, you know, deal with what's left of the indigenous peoples of the Americas. It, it they they did a horrible job. If you were to ask any un un. If you were to ask anyone probably millennial age, my age, I'd say probably 35 to maybe uh, 40. If you were to ask them truly what the what the Trail of Tears was, right. I don't think they'd know right. how horrible it was. Right. To, or, to, or that the fact that the first, the first indigenous person to ever serve as a cabinet secretary for the Bureau of Indian Affairs, it's just this year, yeah, or it was just last year. It's just crazy, yeah, uh, yeah. But but uh, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, to me, history is written by the the, you know, the they say the winners, but it's written by the people who essentially buy it, who paid for it. It's paid for. Right. It. Right. You can say it's 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 by the winners, but it's more of a. Social winner, I guess, is what you would say. Not right. so much a physical and winner. I, and, and I think the United States, they, they wrote this history to create some sort of, uh, you know, unity in, mm-hmm. in, in, in uh, to try to unite all these people mm-hmm. and all of the all of the immigrants that were coming in. Uh, but I, I think we, we are now enough. I think we're enough of a, you know, a grown up adult country yeah. that we can be honest. And, and we can we can and I think that that honesty is what really offends people right. honesty is honesty is the the best thing you can do is be honest the most hurtful thing you can do is be honest right. you know right. and and hold a mirror mirror up to in to this and then let people know that you know essentially I don't want to sound like a 1980s song, but that that there's a lot of people just aren't going to take it. They're just right. not going to take it anymore. You know, they're gonna they're gonna push back accordingly. You know, right. there's going to be pushback. I, uh, and you, you you can't tell me that that uh, we we have to recite the Pledge of Allegiance where we talk about unit, uh, you know, liberty and justice for all, and not mean it. Yeah. You know, we need to we need to uh, we need to practice what we preach. I think people I think people spout off statistics without knowing how important it is to know that the statistics were cut up in ways to make it so that these statistics can negatively affect the thing. So it's, it's easy to spout off statistics to make your argument seem null and void. But when the statistics are skewed or basically they're not held up to, to a proper scrutiny. Right. See, you know? I, di- I disagree with the, uh, the fact that we can't, 
we can't use statistics. I, I think we need to take a look at where the statistics come from. But, but what and, I'm trying to say is that essentially, if you're going to use statistics and you're going to take it from a pool of people where you've basically made those statistics a a a, a forced narrative, like you're you like there's no like you're you you put you know you put everything in one on one round circle and that and it takes up the entire pie that statistic isn't going to isn't going to work well cuz you're you're not allowing there to be integration you're not allowing these things to move forward so you're right, pulling right. from statistics that are kind of skewed but I, continue I, to I, move forward i think that when when we when we start uh you know sort of tabulating the data mm-hmm. we all have to agree what's the data that we're going to be tabulating yeah and and that's I think that's where you're coming from. Yeah. The fact that sometimes they don't want to tabulate the the, the correct data. Yeah, exactly. And, and if they don't do that, then 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 of course we get a skewed version of of what is actually happening. Yeah. I, I the census is a, is a great concept. I love the census. Yeah. It happens every ten years. You go in and you and you count everybody. Yeah. What happened last time really skewed the thing because mm. there was an entire discussion about. The, the rule is let's not count everybody. Let's only count citizens mm. or let's let's only count people that actually have a, a an, an address. Yeah, an address, uh, yeah. So it skewed the data yeah. and, and, and there was a huge undercount and it did not help the Latino community. It did mm. not help us. And the thing about it is, is that I'm not particularly religious. I don't know where you stand on religious. I come from a religious background. But if you are religious, understand that Jesus himself came back to Bethlehem Right. right to do this the to census. do this do the census right. so if you're a person who believes in uh in how important it is to be to know that you as a person count right jesus himself returned to right. bethlehem to participate in the census right. in fact i i used that uh in part of my social media drive because yeah. i was part of the census committee for, yeah. for the county that uh remember jesus jesus yeah. participated yeah in jesus participated in the census uh, yeah and, and the other thing about uh you know the the, the figures is those that's how money is divvied up yeah, yeah by by the federal system and by undercounting by creating these undercounts we we hurt ourselves in this in this state yeah in fact you know we lost a congressional seat uh the latino community should have had an, a, an extra congressional seat but because it was of the undercount and the gerrymandering that took place in 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 texas uh we as latinos we are underrepresented in congress mm. And I think that is sad, but it's going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, at least every ten years, we we have a, we have a you know a, another another chance to bite at the uh, the piece of pie. The thing about it is, is that that's what's great about it is, is that you have someone optimistic who understands that that if you come at this in a way that oh we lost no right. we didn't we, we didn't participate we didn't uh, we didn't participate correct we didn't right. participate let's 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 rally let's let's join right. let's unite right. instead of thinking it of as as a loss no we have time to build and 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 move forward and look to the future because That's if right. you're if you're staying in the negative headspace you'll you'll basically propagate that That's continuously right. so the, the it, last time this this seat was up for for a vote uh, the Latino who ran was Carlos Salinas, and he was a city council member in Round Rock. He lost by 166 votes, yeah. uh, and I, I was positive that we could win this seat. Yeah. And I thought he was going to run again for re-election, or to, to run again. Yeah, to run again. I called him, and then I talked to him. He decided not to put his head in the ring. Yeah. That's why I decided to put my head in the ring, because I, I'm, I'm like you. Yeah. I'm, I'm very positive 
I, I believe in this country. Yeah. I believe that representation matters. I believe that we need to have a voice in this, in, in how this uh, government is run. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of decisions are being made in Georgetown, which I think that uh, are wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. but, but if I was there, I would at least be willing and able to, to be a voice for the community. Yeah. It's, in, it's important to have that voice. You right, know? right, right. So that's one of the reasons why I decided to, to put my hat in the ring. Yeah. So just as a, I'm going I'm to wrap it up because I'm going to say I would really would love for people to to reach out to to my campaign. Vote yeah. And, uh, dot com, yeah. And uh, and if they haven't voted to get out and vote and to get their families. To well, get out and vote. I really appreciate you coming through. I hope that the conversation, you know, moved in a positive direction oh, wow. for it was, you. It was a it was like a spider web. But, yeah. But yeah. it all rolls around. And I, I think that the uh, the idea of your of your uh, podcast being uh you know, shut up, y'all yep. listen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important because I don't think that we don't we don't listen. Yeah, we always not. wait for the person to finish to, right. to to finish talking so we can interject. Right, and we don't really listen. And and I appreciate you, you know, teaching me things because no. I, I'm 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 I love learning. Yeah, if you're not if you take take a take time every day to learn something new, it's important. Right. You know, because you know if you're not if you're not trying to you know learn new things or just get out there and kind of and you know you know and you know understand how important taylor was to the overall community of texas like the overall structure of texas taylor was important granger was important absolutely williamson county is important absolutely. you know and as someone who's going to be representing williamson county i can tell you personally that you know we're happy to have you on here when we get out there and vote i will make sure and give you i'm i i'm a democrat so I'm, I'm a d there's a d behind my name so we'll 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 definitely get out there and try and get as many people to to show up to the polls you know? right 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 yeah. and of course i am the democrat running yeah that's what so, i'm saying that's what i'm saying i got a d behind my name yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So. a lot of people a lot of people told me like jose why are you telling people you're a democrat it's like well this is this is me this is the true authentic mm -hmm. self i am i am i'm over you know not being as authentic as I can be, yeah. I'm too old for that now. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm at 60 years old. Yeah. I I have been I have been playing by the rules for so long. I feel as if I can now say, "This is who I am. Accept me for who I am, mm -hmm. and let's move on." And yeah. if you don't, then move out of the way because I'm I've, yeah. I've got things to do. Yep. So. All right. Well, thank you very much. Right, oh, one more thing before we go, we always like to ask people what they think of the studio. So I think it's a nice studio. I mean, it was the the it was very welcoming, and I love the idea that you said. Uh, that when you welcome me, you said, if you need something here, it's yours. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it was really good. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, thank you for giving me such a great compliment on yeah. the studio. You know, I'm going to say thank you so much for representing Williamson County so well. And, well, uh, I'm not sure if I'll be, I mean, I'm well, hoping that I'll win. You're representing it now. That's true. That's so true. I appreciate what you do for yeah. Williamson County, what you do for Taylor. Yeah. This was SUIL. Can I get you get you to say goodbye and get your name again? Okay. Thank you all for listening to me. My name is Jose Orta, and I'm running as a candidate for County Commissioner Precinct 4. All right. Well, this was SUIL. Thank you so much, Mr. Orta. You have a wonderful day. All right. Thank all right. you. I, I don't know how long that was, but. No, that was perfect. That was right at, at 46, so that's right where we want to be. That's perfect. Perfect. Absolutely spectacular. All right. All How right. How do you feel about that, there, buddy? I, I thought it was good. I thought it yeah. was good. I mean, I it, it it I I was right. I mean, I was honest about it. It was a spider yeah, web. Yeah. Of, of, yeah, that's what I try and do. We try. We try. But to but it was circular. But it it, it went real, yeah. really well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope that we have another opportunity to talk about you're always some of this stuff. In the studio. But you're always welcome to come back in, and hopefully after you win, you come back and you'll do a 
to do a post win. Uh, yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, you might have some questions about you know uh, what's going to be happening, and by then I will now have uh, a little bit more information. Yeah, you know? yeah. Believe it or not, they they're not telling me everything that's happening, oh, and I'm not going to have I'm not going to have any insight knowledge until it actually happens. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, All right. here you go. Here you go. No, no, that's that's uh, right. it's yours. Okay. All right. Yours. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. Got it for you. So you take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Yep. I hope you. I hope that uh, the two X's. How you feeling, bud? Welcome to lay down here, man. What you finna do? Uh, I'm gonna. Well, I'm fixing to uh, 